This is CliffCentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on CliffCentral.com. Good morning to you as we start the new year here on the Unview with uh, the one and only Nathan Rowe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's yes. good to see you. <clears throat> A little bit uh, hoarse. Are you are you happy to see the back of 2017? I I, I thought 2017 was great. Yeah, I also didn't have a terrible year. It wasn't the. I mean, listen, my friend Yus van der Westhuizen passed away. You lost your grandmother. Um, You know, every year you're going to have these these sad times, trials, tribulations. Yeah, but ultimately it was a great year. My brother got engaged on Christmas Day. Christmas was fantastic. The MCQ parties were brilliant. Cape Town. Rocked and rolled. I rocked and rolled with it and ate so much food. Haven't you still been rocking and rolling since you've been back? No, I only got back yesterday. (laughs) I came back for the show. So you have stopped last night. (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't drink yesterday. But I mean, it was fun. I've got to tell you, Cape Town has a water crisis of note. There is no water, but it's had the perfect weather. Sure. So um, it only rained on uh, New Year's Day, which might be a very good sign. But, uh, oh, Nathan. I love, I love Cape Town. I love every bit of that city. Oh, I had so much fun. It is my favorite desert in South Africa, actually. It's a favorite. <laughs> um, how was your, your, your time away? My time was so amazing. We went with some friends and some family. Well, we met family down in uh, Kenton on Sea, mm. uh, the Eastern Cape. Oh, absolutely beautiful. We had stunning weather the whole time. I know everyone who went to Durban was a little bit yeah. bleak because <laughs> it uh, rained. The whole holiday. But, uh, yeah, Kenton was absolutely beautiful. I have to tell you about a little place I, mm. I came across. Please tell there. me. So there was one. I'm going to tell you about a few beautiful places. There was one rainy day in Kenton. And mm-hmm. now I don't know if you know the Eastern Cape, but when it's a rainy day in the Eastern Cape, it kind of has this misty, you know, that rain that doesn't really make you wet. It just makes you a little bit moist. England, basically. Yes, basically yeah, London. England. So it's, it's mm. very fine. Irritating rain. Mm. So anyway, we decided, okay, we're not going to do the beach or the river today. We're gonna, we're gonna go exploring. And we went to Bathurst. Do you know Bathurst? No. Okay, I'm I'm learning. So, so Port Alfred. If you go inland Mm -hmm. for a few k's, you hit Bathurst. Now Bathurst. Yeah. Okay. So it's the tiniest little town you've ever seen. It has about six shops. And then you drive past it, and you're out of Bathurst. (laughs) So it's really, really tiny. You blink, you miss it. So. In Bathurst, they have the oldest licensed pub in South Africa. Mm-hmm. It's called the Pig and Whistle. It was closed because they <laughs> they open for lunch and then they close and then they open for dinner. So we we were there at about three or four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So so you had to sit away. We, we, we missed out, yeah. But we found this little um, little bookshop, and it was called Heartfelt Creations, where this guy makes his own homemade felt, right? You know, like the material, the Mm -hmm. fabric felt. And then he makes pixie shoes and pixie hats out of felt. But he does everything. He's one of these very hip, hipster type guys. So he makes his own felt fairy hats and shoes, (laughs) then which you can buy and wear. They're actually amazing looking. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Fe- fe- fairy hats and fairy shoes. Yeah, you know, like, you like, like they look Nathan, like the tops really? of flowers. <laughs> who's the gay one? Who's the straight one? Hey, man, I'm completely comfortable in my... Do you know I have a new pixie. word, by the way, very quickly? My yes. new word, because I've... I, Gender fluid. No, no. Oh. I, it's it's when you come across certain people, and I have just recently, and they are so ethereal. Ethereal? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so it's, Angelic. Yeah, it, you know, so so pixie hats. It's very ethereal. That's the that's the that is the Alan Ford word for 2018. For ethereal pixie hats. Gotcha. Because you know, you've seen these spirits coming out that are just so sweet and nice. They have almost this ethereal quality to them. That is a wonderful word. I went on a date with one of them, so that's why I said that. Went on a dis- date with an ethereal. I, like I didn't know how to describe him. In terms of what is he like? I said ethereal. Actually, did he have um, pixie one. shoes? Super hot, by the way. Right. But um, uh, yes, and you said so. This little area, and yeah. So, so he makes coffee. He makes his own ice cream, his homemade gelato. But he makes like drink shooter ice cream. So he's got Springboks and B fifty twos in ice cream form. <laughs> it was just the most amazing place. And you have a cup of coffee and a bowl of ice cream, and you sit and you read books in the bookshop. No, I love it. It, it sounds great. Oh, it's so great. It sounds so so good. Yeah, who would have thought in Bathurst? You know what made me think. Like about it so much is I thought if that opened in Joburg, It'd be, uh, how would it survive? And then I thought, how is it surviving in Bathurst? <laughs> you know, yeah, well, there's a population it, yeah. three 
in Bathurst, and um, and he's been going for years. Because apparently. a lot of these little towns have got these people that are that are that are following their spirit, of following their calling, or and not they don't need to make a million rand a year. They're happy to to survive and have their little shop and have a purpose, make people happy and make the world a little bit more interesting and colorful, actually. Right. Um, I suppose the rent is cheaper But on on that note, I'll tell you very quickly, because I found one of the best kite makers in the world in Komiki. Kite makers? Kite makers. Oh. And I bought my two nephews kites. Oh, wow. And they were flying kites on the beach at Pemula, which is in in, in Kazuna Tel. But but Nathan, I had the most crazy, wonderful, insane holiday – uh, first and foremost, MCQP was brilliant. It was in the castle, a great venue. Everyone blew away. It was so funny. <laughs> all these hot people, <clears throat> all with all this stuff. And as they're walking, everything's blowing. The wigs are gone. <clears throat> it's insane. <laughs> as I said, Cape Town was absolutely gorgeous. And then I found a little spot called Rhonda's Manor. And it's a guest house. Um, and I'd met I've this only, I've only been to Rhonda's Bosch. Yeah, no, but it's it's this little guest house in in upper well Fresno, and they're a Lebanese family, okay, a Lebanese Italian family, and I've got to just tell you something, you know, you it's like you're in your home, but I mean it's five stars, it's beautiful, but they decide to have a celebration for someone's birthday, and the whole the whole guest house comes and joins it, oh, wow. a big fat Italian. It is so brilliant. Yeah. And the hospitality was, was superb. And then as you walk down the road onto Seapoint Main Road, a guy called Sava who used to have little uh, nonalinas here in Cedarwood has opened little nonas. So I just ate pasta. You you you, took, you build your own pasta and pizza and paninis. Right. And I had pasta every single day so I put on weight. So you're rich and fabulous. <laughs> rich and fabulous, okay. And then um I think that should be the new word for I've picked up weight. I've become rich and fabulous. Uh, and fabulous, really, really. But the thing is, I only had like, one big meal a day there because it was too good. And right. I didn't want to go too, too robust. Um, and then I went to see a lot of theater. Uh, wow. Because it's just, it was, it was awesome. So, uh, I went to go and see Auntie Mill the musical. Yes. I heard Mark everyone, everyone it's, enjoying it. It's, it's, it's beyond, it is beyond brilliant. I went to Gate 69, we'll interview Cathy Specific, uh, or Brendan Rain in a moment, uh, one in the same, um, about Macbeth the Pantomime. Um, I saw Evita again, which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and, and here it is, is that I just, I'm just so impressed that, that our country's got so much, so many wonderful things happening. Then you're going off to parties at Shimmy Beach Club, or at the Ritz Hotel, or you're going off to, to Bangalore to Made in Mykonos. Uh, or Pache, the the, uh, the 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 DJs from uh, Ibiza, and you've got this all happening in a space of a month in Cape Town in South Africa, and you go, wow, what an incredible place and country to be in, and the people go crazy because all the internationals cannot believe that this is what we have to offer. Yeah, South Africa really does have a lot to offer. In fact, I found a video on uh, on YouTube. It's got almost twenty eight million views. Mm-hmm. Um, done by some South Africans. Do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. It's about our wonderful and favorite... Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. Do you want to build a wall? Let's make a plan today. Don't want to see them. We'll have a door, but lock it every day. It will cost a lot of money, but that's fine. We'll get Mexico to pay. Do you want to build a wall? I'm not going to pay for that. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you want to build a wall? A lot of people think I can't. I'll get it up and finish this. Just ask Melania. Yes, my husband is weak. I will make things happen. I will build a wall. And then we will have a literal crime rave. Crime rave. Crime rave. Crime rave. (laughs) (laughs) That's made by Derek Watts and the Sunday Blues. Some great, great uh, musicians, creatives from Cape Town. That is brilliant. Love that. Love that. Very good. So doing Donald Trump, making waves overseas as well. Very cool. And I tell you, this has been a great start of the year. And I've had, I mean, for a big year, Nathan, I'm 40. I'm 40 years old. Um, 
When are you 40? In February. Wow, um, soon. We got a big family wedding, engagement party, wedding. My mother's turning 60. Uh, cousins are turning 50. Friends, because you're all in this era, are turning 40 with you. So they, if, if someone's... So your New Year's parties so, aren't stopping. The party is not going to end. And it's Lebanese, so, th- so we don't stop when it's a wedding on a celebration. Hashtag 2018. Hashtag... <laughs> AA in 2019. <laughs> so it's good to be with you. My name is Alan Ford with Nathan Rowe here on cliffcentral.com and this is the Unview, the Thin, the Rich and the Fabulous. In a moment we're going to chat to uh, Brendan Van Rain. Um, we get him on the line and uh, talk to him about this fan- fan- You would have died when you saw this pantomime. Was it, it was, good? It was beyond good and it was really, really, it, it. Was it Pinocchio? No, it was it was Macbeth, oh. but it was an adult pantomime. Ah, so for example, they <laughs> they would one of the songs were, and I'm gonna get Brendan to do it, but it was like, uh, "This boy is a bottom," <laughs> and so this boy is a bottom, a bottom, correct? Right, okay. so you catch it. So that, so because it's all about, and it's I mean the cast was brilliant. Yeah, Tessa Denton. I mean, it has a gay slanted. I mean, it's gate 69. I mean, you know, but it's, it was, but I mean, the, the a theater show was it gay slanted. I had two, <clears throat> I had two ladies next to me. The one must have been 18, I'm about 78. And these ladies were hysterical. They were screaming, but I felt embarrassed. I thought it was a little bit rude, but, um, they thought it was the best thing ever. I mean, they, when they, I mean, they literally were crazy in the old lady dresses and buns in there. Just <clears throat> it's just, what a, how do you describe an old lady dress? It's an old lady dress. Right. Uh, so on the line from Gate 69 is Brendan Van Rain. Um, Brendan, welcome to the show. Macbeth, the pantomime, I think will rock your world. And as I said to, to, to Nathan, this boy is a bottom. <laughs> welcome. Good morning, Alan. Morning, morning. I mean, again, it's so great to see South African talent on South African stages, written great uh, music. The response was, Overwhelming, actually, when I was, when I was sitting there. Indeed, Cape Town uh, is responding incredibly well to this. Uh, you know, there's nothing like it in the city, and that's what we're trying to create uh, here, at least at the end of every year, is, is to do a down-and-dirty adult panto and just give it our usual charming and unexpected Gate 69 spin. Uh, tell us about the cast and how you put it together. Sure. So, um, it's a five-hander. Uh, Macbeth is played by the delicious Kyle Jardine and uh, the gorgeous Tessa Denton of course plays Lady Macbeth uh, and then the, the three witches are played by the the rather well-known Trolley Dollies which of course is myself, Kathy Specific and my two sidekicks Holly and Molly and um, we'd like to think very much that the, show, the show's all about us but uh, uh, yeah, we, we add that bit of glamour uh, you know us girls are dressed to the nines it's D-strings, it's big numbers it's superb choreography, it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful show in, in an incredible space. And uh, it's really giving people what what they want to see. And at the end of year pantomime, we've extended it till the 3rd of February uh, due to popular demand. And, uh, of course, you know, if the dinner is included, so it's, it's very much a, a one-stop shop under our roof. And, and, and that, that's the nice thing is that you get to the beautiful platters um, <clears throat> filled with, with great food. And then you've got soup and you end up with this... Uh, mm. Patron ice cream. Uh, yes, yes, mm. And then there's wine is flowing and people are screaming and it's a small intimate space. And I must say, um, we saw Hedwig there and that was brilliant. And yes. I've seen Christina Bianco there, which was brilliant. Yes. Uh, so this, this Macbeth, the pantomime is something that, that you cannot miss because really it, you're going to laugh your head off. The hat trick. Yeah, no, and let me tell you, miss it and miss out, Ellen. If I, if they did this like uh, at school when I was a, uh, Way back uh, at Pretoria, boys, I, I might have understood Shakespeare, but uh, that didn't. Yeah, the, but you know the thing is that I that that in my matric year we had to do Macbeth. It was uh, set work, so I know it. And when you're making the reference points, I'm thinking, oh my, t- oh my goodness, Macduff. Now I'm getting it. Um, <laughs> now it makes complete sense. But it, the the music was great, and I loved the fact that the crowd had so much fun with it. Um, yeah. And yes, Tessa and and a re- new talent. Well, Tessa's on a new talent. Carl's are newer talents uh, are coming and emerging, which is that which is what yeah, you want to see. And they're good. And, yes, they're, yeah. they're absolutely fantastic. You know, you've got to start somewhere. I had to, yes. and. Uh, you know, thankfully, people gave me a, a chance, and 
you know, you just got to you just got to keep going, and and you know, any time will tell. Now, and, you know, funny you should mention mm. uh, uh, Hedwig because Alan Hedwig, we incredibly delighted to uh, to uh, to have a three week run at Peter Karin's Theatre at Monty next year. Oh, uh, this year, this year, not the second of March. Oh, great! So Hedwig, Hedwig comes here, with, and, and Paul will be in it. Paul will be in it. Jen will be in it. As you know, they're both on the Flutter Cup Awards for best yeah. performers. They won all the awards. Yeah. So, uh, no. But my best is packing them in, and um, yeah, just uh, we're having the greatest, greatest, greatest. And I mean, as you saw, we don't take ourselves very seriously. If we want to laugh, we want to laugh. No, you. They corpse. They corpse on stage. They corpse. <laughs> it was. I was. I'm not being funny, but I, I literally peed in my pants. And like, 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 you I literally just, peed in nah, your pants. I didn't really, but uh, I, mean, uh, like, I could feel it was coming out, and I felt. You're in a few. You're, you're in a few others. I mean, we just love it. It's just, it's just so real when that happens, and the audience absolutely thrives on it. Absolutely thrives on it. Tell me something. What, what can we expect from Gate Sixty Nine this year? Is Christina Bianca coming back to South Africa? We'd love to have her back. We really, really would love to have her back. So we're negotiations with that. Of course, this runs till the third of February. And then from the 7th of February until the 24th, we're very privileged to have a Kerry Dupree here, all the way from the UK. She's the UK's most celebrated female impersonator. Actually, I think um, it's, she's one of the top in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Uh, and undoubtedly. Yeah. And her uh, dame, Edna Everidge impersonation, is the top in is the world. Is the top. She uh, is brilliant. Fantastic. I interviewed him many years ago, but I'd love to do it again. We'll, we'll arrange that interview. Mm, the most certainly. So she's here for 12 performances only. 12 performances only. Um, it's called The Fabulous Kerry Dupree. Sure. And she calls it her one-man, 21-woman show. So she's here till the 24th. And then, of course, from the 28th of February um, till the 26th of May, the Trolley Dollies are in their brand new musical called Snip. <laughs> a little mini medical musical all about the plastic surgery industry. <laughs> I love it. This is going to be brilliant. Again, it's, are we going to tell it as it is? Um, it's good to go and sit and see great, great theatre um, and you. good music and good work and great costumes. And I've just got to give it up to Gate 69. Uh, Macbeth the pantomime. It's a must see. Please go and see it. If you, it's it's brilliant. Brendan van Rain. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Ellen. Of course, people people can book on our website, which is www.gate69.co.za, or they can call the box office on zero two one zero three five one six two seven. Darling. Macbeth the pantomime, keep it going, and that's a good way. To, as I said, and I, I wrote a, a small review about it, and I said, you know, if only Shakespeare would think that he couldn't, would never imagine Macbeth to to <laughs> to go in this good. in this direction <laughs> ever. I don't think so. Thanks, I, okay, be, be you, good. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, so much. thanks, Brendan from Rain. Yeah, you would have loved it. So uh, you, so Kenton, see a lot of family, a lot of good good things eh, for you. So, sorry, I just have a question about that yes. interview you just did. Mm. So, is it Kerry Dupree? Yes. Or Terry Dupree? Kerry, Kerry, yeah. So now, I'm all about gender fluidity, but was, okay. is, it, is it a man or so, a woman? Because so, you so, said, uh, okay, I've so, seen him, and then yeah, he yeah. said, she's so, great. Okay, so <clears throat> so he, he is a female. Imp- so, see, art, drag artistry. Oh, is he a drag? Drag artist. Artist, right. Okay. And so, he does 21 different characters, in, and he's brilliant. He comes... With, I think, a entire container. You know, like this you see on the ships, full of costumes. Wow. Okay, so he does Amy White, uh, White House. He does, he's, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, it's a huge, huge production. Sure. But seriously, you, you, you can't believe the outfits that, that, that he changes in as he's doing the show. Sure. One man. Um, but you see, if we often don't understand them, that, that what Brendan does, what Peter Dirk Ace does, what, um, Barry Humphreys does, um, and and uh, Kerry Dupree is that they are it's a, a form of, of of entertainment and theater. They are artists. Hmm. They don't walk around in the street dressed that way. They don't want to be a woman. They just they, it's it's a it's an art form. Hmm. And, um, Ru- RuPaul Drag Race. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yes. It's ma- these 
they're making a fortune, these drag artists. They sing all over Vegas. They're doing, but it's an artist. It's an artistry. It's not that they, and they sew their own dresses. It's, it's a lot of work goes into it. And they, and they work a lot on comedy. So they're generally very comedic. Hmm. So these are actors mainly. They're not, and performers. They're not people that just decide to put a dress and walk in the street. I also think it's a gr- it's great that a lot of men are uh, kind of, you know, getting into the shoes of a woman, seeing what it's like to be a woman. And it's hard. It's hard to be a woman. It takes Brendan two hours to get ready. Yeah, I two know. hours. I live with a woman. You got to do your, you know, you, the the wiggery. Is it, is the word wiggery? I think it is. <laughs> when you make wigs, a noble Thatcher. They said that that was cool. Yeah. Um, to, to, the wigs that go into this I mean it's crazy And then your hair has to be done So you've got to have, to have a, 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 a hair or you, or you do it yourself But you've got to actually have a, a hairdresser come and do your wig hmm. <clears throat> Do your makeup Do your dresses, your outfits, your performances, your changes It's crazy Did you watch the Golden Globes? I I watched clips of it I haven't been able to watch the entire thing right, yeah, Because of course I was long. I was enjoying Shimmy Beach <laughs> Okay. So one of the things that everyone's talking about there is Oprah's speech. She mm. won. She won an award. I can't remember the name of the award. I think the it's Cecil the, B. DeMille. Yeah, Cecil B. DeMille mm-hmm. award. And um, she gave quite a heartfelt speech about um, t- the Times Up movement. Do you want to hear it? Yep. So when something as big as what started to happen in October with Harvey Weinstein started to unfold, I thought, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. And with every day's revelation, I thought, here is an opportunity for something powerfully, um, uh, a, a powerful growth. And how do we use this moment to elevate what is happening instead of uh, victim, continually victimize ourselves? And so I, I think that... Um, Wearing black in solidarity is one step. I think that what Time's Up is doing with the Legal Defense Fund is a major step. It was very important to all of us involved with Time's Up that it not just be about the women of Hollywood, because we're already a privileged group, but to extend to the women of the world, because as I said tonight, there isn't a... Uh, a culture, a race, a religion, a politic, a workplace that hasn't been affected by it. This humbled me. Uh, when I first got, uh, when they first called me and said they wanted me to accept this, I said, I sh- shouldn't be the person to get the Cecil B. DeMille Award. You know why? I was working with Reese Witherspoon uh, this past spring and winter, and I happened to just say in the uh, makeup room one morning. I said, so how many movies have you done? She goes, oh, honey child, I don't know. I don't know, it's been so many. And I then thought, I hope she doesn't ask me because I think it's been five. And so um, I, 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 I didn't understand it. And then they explained that it's about overall entertainment. Now, what I was able to do with the Oprah show and the cultural statement we were able to make throughout the world, I feel very, very, very proud of that. But I think that uh, when it comes to films that I am uh, really the new kid on the block. And I always feel like when I'm acting that I am, you know, out of my box. And it's the most intimidated I ever feel. So, uh, again, it's... Um, the, the time out, it's, you know what, we're going to put you, you know, this is what I think we're all going to start doing. If you don't know how to behave and be a, a decent citizen, human being, time out, go away. Can I share what happened to me this morning? Tell me. So I'm driving to Cliff Central and just a block away from Cliff Central, I see this man holding a woman with her arms behind her back. So I stopped my car and I ran up to them and she was in tears. And she was saying, you know, leave me alone to this guy. So I reprimanded him and shouted at him and he let go and he said, no, we're just playing. And I was like, but she's crying. And then she slapped him and ran into the building. And, um, you know, I berated him a little bit more. But I just can't believe that it's in this day and age, it's still rife. It's still a thing, you know. It's But in this day and age, you still have people that that uh, <clears throat> have a sexual discrimination. Um, I mean, I know a person. There were obviously a bunch of kids that was walking, um, and they asked, the, and they threw an egg at them, and said, "You queer, 
No, in Cape Town this week. That's your egg. You have an egg to hit you in the head. Yeah, sure. Um, and what I'm saying is that let's just be more tolerant in the world. Yeah. It's so now if you ain't gonna behave, we're gonna make you behave. I'm gonna smash your face in. Finished. Yeah. Enough's enough. You want the war? Come. Let's you, go. you don't want to throw an egg at uh, a big Lebanese <laughs> no. queer, huh? No, most certainly not. But do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Enough is enough. Time out. Stop. You can't just touch things. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. You know, it's we, we in South Africa have played this the, the race thing now, and I agree that's a problem. But there's there's, there's gender discrimination. There's hmm. sexual. Uh, 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 I think people just need to respect other people. Yeah, it's just, that's just that simple. <clears throat> and Harvey Weinstein, don't put, do what you did, you idiot. Yeah. Go to jail. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my word. So, but it is a new year, and we're going to be very, very happy this year. And so, Nathan. Oh, sorry, wait. I have this as well. Oh, what is this? <laughs> if you're still struggling with consent, just imagine instead of initiating sex, you're making them a cup of tea. You say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they go, oh, my God, I would love a cup of tea. Thank you. Then you know they want a cup of tea. If you say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they're like, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Then you can make them a cup of tea or not, but be aware that they might not drink it. And if they don't drink it, then, and this is the important bit, don't make them drink it. Just because you made it doesn't mean you're entitled to watch them drink it. And if they say, no, thank you, then don't make them tea at all. Hey. Yeah, very pretty accurate. Very accurate. I've always used that example of of a Cornish pasty. Yes, like if, if you say, Corn- hey, do, you, "Do you want a Cornish pasty?" Uh, no, thanks. You're not going to force someone to eat a Cornish pasty. <laughs> I mean, whether it's sex or alcohol, you know, people at bars yeah, that's, they're it's like, same. "Yeah, yeah do, you want, do you want a beer?" No, 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 I'm cool. I don't want a beer because beer tastes gross. And they're like, "No, come on!" And they order you a beer and they make you drink it. Yeah, oh, you. Okay, listen, I, I do that with tequila sometimes. Yeah, you, you Gareth and I. <laughs> you gave me something vodka once. <clears throat> yeah, almost forced me to drink it. Yeah, correct. But I know you're di- diabetic. I must say, I, 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 Gareth Cliff and I spent a few days in Cape Town together, and boy, did we have fun. We went to a, a little uh, uh, a, a pizza shop. Uh, and obviously people are around us and we're sitting at the table and we were hosing ourselves for two, three hours, screaming, screaming and laughing. And the people didn't know what the hell was going on, but we were laughing and laughing and laughing because we, you know, we, we celebrate this year 20 years in the business, the two of us. Sure. 20 years. And we're, and I, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I always, I always say to Gareth, he's in his 40s, I'm still in my 30s and we've been in the business for 20 years. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I'll be in my 40s very shortly. But again, it's, uh, sure, what a, what, what, and, and it, it's, it's, you know, we've had a good life. Good yeah. life. Um, so, it's a great, a brand new year. 2018. And it's going to be a beautiful, incredible year. I need to ask you, you have prepared something for me. Oh, yeah. It's about, well, I think, this, let, let me, should I set it up? Can I set it up? Well, prepared is a, a loose term in, on this show. Yeah, great. Yeah. But if you think about it, um, Every year, you've got to go the distance. You've got to do your best. You've got to weave through all the difficult times. You've got to be through, smile through the happy times, and you've got to also work through yourself. And you've got to grow. <clears throat> because if you do not grow, you ca- you're not getting anywhere. Sure. Okay. And, and if you have lost love, then find new love. And if you have, the, the, your job is shocking, then go and get educated and find a new job. That's, that's what it, you illuminate your soul year and year mm. and you go the distance. Yeah, whether you're enjoying the year or not, you have to go through it. Yeah, well, it's, the, you go through the year. I mean, you, you know, someone says to me, oh, same, that someone died, I'm, I'm actually over it now. No, you're not over, you're never over anything. You're going through it. Mm. Continuously. So, um, this year, love, may love be on the cards for some of us, may joy, as I said, it's going to be one of those years that for me, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But in a good way. <clears throat> I'm eat, so excited. Pray, love. I'm going to eat a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm on diet now. Enough now. Yeah. I'm not like I've put on, but I need like a few pounds here and there's better. I think this year we should actually try and become rich. Thin and fabulous. Yeah, let's do that. That is so cool. That's the mantra of 20, uh, 2018. Do and you, if we don't, we can always just still, still be fabulous. I'm still s- saying 2017 and all my stuff. Uh, really? Yeah. It's 2018, yo. On that note, will you please set up a song from a phenomenal movie called uh, Hercules? 
It was with Hercules. Right. And Nathan Rowe will be singing the song. My voice is not good, but we will dedicate this to you, the people. I'm sure you're going to join in. I try. My voice is bad. Dreamed of a far off place where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me, where the crowds will cheer when they see my face, and a voice keeps saying, This is where I'm meant to be. I will find my way, I can go the distance, I'll be there someday. If I can be strong, I know every mile will be worth my while. I would go most anywhere to feel my life belongs. Is your voice better? I'm very scratchy. <laughs> it's, it's healed. No, not really. <clears throat> it's a Christmas miracle. Yay! Look at what 2018's already done. Oh, we're going to cure Alan Ford. Nathan, we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> wow, we're getting into the Disney. We're so... Hello, folks. It's time for some vocabulary. <laughs> They're so cute. But it's yes, this year will be good. And uh, we've got Cyril and the Zoomers going to leave. Thank goodness. Oh, my goodness. So the Rand's probably going to get stronger and so stronger. Are gonna we happen. can afford to travel again. Yes. It's amazing. And people are making food and people are happy. And that's what 2018 will bring for us. And let's get ready for the next stanza. Not yet. Yes, this First is we love. need bad midi trumpets. <laughs> we need the preparation of the people. Have you, uh, you, you don't make resolutions, do you, Alan mm, Ford? Listen, I, I, my, my, my attitude about a resolution is that as things are happening, you don't need that day. This is what the, the things that you wait for the 1st of January and then you get next the following year, you're very disappointed because you, you don't need your, that, that day. So you're the kind of person that can start something new on a Tuesday. It doesn't need yeah, to be on a Monday. Have, you know, you, never go and diet on a Monday. Yeah. You know, because you, you eat so much on the Sunday, then all of a sudden you've put on the two kilos that you didn't need to put on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. If you're going to go and die, go and die tomorrow or today. Wednesday. No, whatever. Actually, Wednesday is best. Um, no, I, I, seriously, there's a, there's a whole psychological thing on it. Yes. When's a good time to go and die? Go when, on Wednesday. 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 And generally the first people stop smoking, they put themselves under pressure. So that's, they've smoked 40 cigarettes the old Year's Eve. Um, then they stopped smoking on the first, you know, they killed their yeah. lungs. Yeah. Um, so just listen, I think take every day as it comes and you, you know what? Being mindful, there's a whole process called the mindful revolution is that being mindful means that you're, you're in a state of now and when things need to be adjusted now, then you need to make those adjustments. You don't need to wait for the first to make an adjustment. Ah, that's my attitude. Yeah. I mean, I said to you, I'm going to go and diet. I didn't go down diet on the first. I tried something different this year. Tell me, what did you do? Um, I started a, we, um, my girlfriend and I, we each made a list of 20 things and they're small things. They're mm-hmm. not, they're not hard to achieve things. It's not like, you know, I want to, uh, you know, get world peace and stop smoking and whatever. Not that I do smoke, but if I did, mm. that would be my New Year's resolution. Yeah. But, um, they're, they're very achievable things. Like I want to read a certain amount of books and it's not a high number, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and I already read two. 
um, in December and January. Okay. I've read two already. So I mean, it's it's already it's already happening. I'm excited. Or, or you do something like this, where you say, okay, you know what? I want to go to a, a town in South Africa that I've never been to before. Yeah. I mean, that's not hard to go for one night. It's not hard for a lot of people. They just need to drive an hour outside of Joburg. Yeah, but a lot of, that's what I'm saying. Well, I want to do something, or I'd like to eat something that I wouldn't have tasted before. Hmm. Um, or I would like to, to walk into this world and go, actually, I want to go and help a child with their stationery this January. Hmm. That, that's those things you could, but th- these, I want to find love and I want to, I mean, th- love is there. Love is all around you. There's a, an app I've spoken about on the show before. It's called Gems. Um, I don't know if you remember me talking about it, mm-hmm. but it's such a clever app. What it does is it provides you with um, charitable things that you can get involved in, in any capacity you feel like offering. All they do is they provide you what's happening, where it's happening, and you know what, what needs to be done. So if you if they need someone some help painting a school or an orphanage, you can go do that. If they just need a tin of food, they can do that, and you can go drop one off somewhere. And one one of my twenty things is to actually use that app. <laughs> yeah, but you see, so I I always I remember the Christmas party for the kids. We did that interview. Yes. Okay. Now I phoned all the charities, and and a lot of them said to me, "Can you rather do something somewhere more in the year?" Everyone's helping in Christmas. Yeah. What happens in March? Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a slump in charity. <laughs> you know what, what happens? A February in, what charitable ha- slump, and then all is in July. People are cold. So they, what happened in June? So you don't need to do, wait for a day or a Mandela Day to do stuff. You can do it now, right. and you can make your change now. So on that note, um, very quickly, uh, it's called because uh, we've been making a lot of beautiful noise this morning. But uh, Andrew Webster from the Rockwood Theatre. Uh, joined us on the line to discuss uh, the new show and the opening of A Beautiful Noise. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, Alan. How are you? And Happy New Year. Happy. Listen, I hope you got that guitar there where you are. You're going to be singing. It's so weird I, to I have you I not in the studio. Why I don't you? have a guitar. Why? I flew up yesterday because I live in Durban now. I flew up and I didn't take a guitar because Kalula, but you won't say that. All right. Um, no, yeah. but hold on. We're going to help you. Go, Nathan. Well, did you know that Kalula actually offers musicians... A special card that allows you to take extra baggage. They give it to you. I did not know that. Mm, yeah. Just thanks speak for, to them. Thanks for that, Yeah, Kalula is the only one, actually. The only one. And it's the same. They offer myself uh, and, my, and anyone in the film industry also that similar card to yeah. take an extra piece of luggage if you, if you, for so, cameras. So what, what do you carry a camera with you or something like that? Yeah, a lot of the... He just tells people board. it's a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, correct. You don't carry a clapperboard with you or... Oh, please. Who's got time for that clapperboard? I used it once. It drove me mad. I thought, just... You right. your hand. Yeah, just go, yeah, clap. Go. Exactly. There you go. Tell, tell me something. Um, yes. Uh, tell us about the show, A Beautiful Noise. Where is it happening? Well, Beautiful Noise is happening at the Rockwood Theatre in Pretoria. Rockwood Theatre opened in June 2016 with Beautiful Noise. It was a resounding success, so it's backed by popular demand. And really, the demand for the show has been very, very high. So it's a tribute to country, folk, and acoustic rock songs. You know, and, and, and that man sitting on your right knows all about the hipster. You know, the bearded hipster. This is actually a quiet tribute to the bearded hipster that has an acoustic guitar, and and plays his song. You literally just described me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You absolutely. <laughs> I miss you, Nathan. Um, so it is bands like Mumford and Sons, artists like uh, the Lumineers and Jason Mraz. You know that resurgence of acoustic folk music that that, that is so popular right now, and of course with some good old fashioned favorites like the Eagles and Leonard Skinner and you know those kinds of artists. Um, the you know this again. I mean, you've just finished Rock of Ages. Are we are we seeing this that rock music in terms of the theatre and and um, uh, what do you call dedicate? What 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 are these shows called when you dedicate to? Well, they they they, tribute, they tribute, tribute shows, tribute, they tribute shows, shows and, and and shows that you know nostalgic shows. And and I think nostalgia has moved a couple of years forward now. When I say it's moved forward, if you think about the nineties and the and early two thousands, nostalgia was the 1960s and 70s. It's now 2018, and nostalgia is the 1980s. That's 30 years ago now, mm. you know, more than 30 years ago. And the 1980s was all about rock and pop and guitar-driven music, if you know what I'm mm. saying. Remember the bands like Poison and Europe playing the guitar somewhere around about their knees with their 
huge hairstyles and, and, and great tenor voices. So tell us about so, the cast of the a Beautiful Noise. The cast of Beautiful Noise, I've got Kieran Rennie again. Kieran Rennie was in the original production, as was Candace Kennedy. Um, and I've got some young, great talent um, in, in the form of uh, Johan and Shantae and uh, another guy called Kevin. Um, so we've got great singers that have, have been on the circuit for, for a while, but are still young, fresh, and new faces. Uh, mixed in there with, I won't call them old, I'll call them experienced. <laughs> Andrew, um, and, to, uh, you know, uh, you, you've spent the last year c- building a theatre, okay, yeah. and literally bricks and mortar and then creating shows. How does, how, how does someone go about creating a theatre? I mean, I mean, just tell us the dynamic of that, of the role. Well, I've got to tell you, it's, you know, um, it, what, what started out is, is me thinking it's just it's making pretty on stage. It, it's, a, it's a hell of a lot more intricate than that. It is what you produce on stage is, is a large portion of, of, of making these kinds of theatres a reality, but it's also getting the kitchen right, getting the bar right, staffing the venue, getting the look and feel of the venue right, decorating them, the right decor. Um, we, you know, obviously, supper theatres is a very, very popular um, form of entertainment, and it's a great night out for South Africans. They enjoy it. So we wanted to give them a new look and feel to, to things that have, to the, to what's been on offer for the past 10, 15 years. Um, the venue that I've got in Durban is all beechwood and it's blue and white mm. and mm. we've got chandeliers and it's just, it's a lovely, lovely feel to the venue. So that's also fun, you know, decorating a place as well as producing the shows, casting the shows, getting them well directed, getting them well choreographed, choosing the right, you know, uh, set lists and song lists. And so it, it's a, it's a heck of a job, but it's not one second of it is, is not enjoyable. I've got to tell you. Well, you see, Andrew, if you think about it, you have always been mainly on the on the uh, other side, on the stage, uh, front and center. Yes, now yeah. you are running the business. You're doing the. It's a, it's a different way of looking at. It. And I often often speak about this because people don't understand what it's like to produce and own a television production company and own equipment and own. It's the pressure levels. You're not just. No one gets it uh, if you've no. never done it. No, and, absolutely. And so, have you? It changes the way you think. Completely, you know. As an artist, you think you, you really think selfishly, and it's not a. When I when I say selfishly, I don't mean um, uh, uh, it's it's not an arrogance thing. It's just you tend to think about yourself because you're your brand. You are you're trying to make your own brand happen. You're trying to make your own career happen. But as a producer, you when you see things from the other side, you understand a lot of the decisions that were made that either include you or exclude you aren't personal. They are to do with what is best for whatever business it is that you're doing. And it can be in terms of theater like I've got, or even in a musical theater scenario, um, as the producer of a musical theater production, it's, it's just part of an entirely bigger picture that includes your talent. But sometimes your talent doesn't, isn't enough to, to fulfill the entire canvas that the producer is, is, is painting, for want of a better word of putting it. Yeah. And, and again, it's, uh, it's, uh, you, you're running a massive business and you're also trying to manage talent. And, and, and I'm saying talent, when I say managing talent is a whole other job. Because managing talent is an entire job. Because, twins sure. That have, that have just turned seven today. Mm. As you know, I've got young twins. And those, those seven-year-old twins have, have stood me in great stead for, for managing talent. I've got to tell you. I know. Because especially drama people, people in the in the in the entertainment world, yeah, they yeah. they are. Um, it's a different filter, Alan. It is. Yeah. Very different. Absolutely. But I understand it because I, I'm a one of them. I will never not be one of them. I'll never I'll never try and place myself in any other uh, position other than being by their side. Um, I am an artist first and foremost. Yes, I'm trying to make a business happen, but I always put the interest of the artist as much as I possibly can to the forefront because I've, I've, been, I've been exclusively an artist for more than 20 years. So I understand where we come from. You know, um, so I hope to always be in touch with that and to always have that empathy. As a matter of fact, I'm casting myself in my next show in Durban. So when, when is the next show in Durban? Um, it's going to start on the 8th of Feb when I'm, I've, I've finished this beautiful noise here and then I'm doing an 80s show here. 
And then I'm doing beautiful noise in Durban because Durban's begging for it. So instead of Kieran doing it, I'm going to frontline the, the, the Durban production. Okay, great. Tell yeah. me, Durban, how they're responding to to this type of the, to your theatre? It has been overwhelmingly successful. I must tell you, the look of the venue is, is so so well received. It's a beautiful venue. The show's going down a treat. It's just the right size. It's just over 300 uh, a pack. And we get great numbers coming through there. And, and Durban, Durban's been begging for this. They, they have been waiting for over a year for a supper theater back in, in Durban. And it's in a perfect location as well at the buyer. Um, it's a lovely, it's mm. a lovely venue. And, um, as I say, and I don't even think everyone in Durban knows that it's there yet. It's only been open for six weeks and the numbers are already good. So, um, you know, I can't wait for it to be part of the, the Durban scene, that place to go to. And yes. one of the important messages that I've sent out to the, to the, to the local Durban community there is that it is, it's a Durban theatre. I would like to showcase as much local talent as I possibly can, especially in terms of doing the, the runs that I'm doing there, mm. you know. Uh, use the local talent, use the local up-and-coming guys, and so that they don't have to go to Joburg. You know, Durban, I've had a lot of great talent has come from Durban, yet it leaves Durban. Um, it would be nice to nurture some of the talent there for a while and let it hang around a bit. And then, of course, we've got we've got um, our nights where we do our, our, our one-stop artists. We had Prime Circle there. Really, yeah? Um, they did brilliantly well. I've got Barry Hilton coming in. Oh, brilliant. And I've, I've, there's, there's actually been a request for for, for Cathy specific. So, um, oh, absolutely. He's listening to this. So, um, he's, yeah. You know, so we, we really look forward to having, having them there. Yeah, that's... And Mark, it would be great if Mark could come through to Durban, you know, so yeah, if, if you can come and stay at the Sabaya Hotel and, and get to, to look at the sea and, and we would really like to, you know, that is one of the things that the Rockwood has. It's got variation of what we are offering. Yes, we do to be chose because there is a market for that. But, the, the customers and the, yeah. the audiences out there need to know that we are showcasing and platforming all sorts of um, different Andrew, entertainment on the stage. Let me you know? tell you, you and Brendan Van Rain from Gate 69 need to chat to each other because you can cross pollinate. Take their fantastic. shows there and shows to you. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. can send something through to Durban. That would be great. But, I mean, through Cape Town, should I say. But yeah, I would love to have Brendan, so you've got to. You've got to give me his number when you I will. I'll send um, it to you after, after the show. Yeah, um, fantastic. A beautiful noise. Um, when is it on? Give us all the yeah, dates, all the details. Where beautiful noise work? opens tonight. It's only two weeks. It's a it's a best by popular demand, um, and and the sales are, are, are doing well. So if you want to come through and see the show, you better book now, because it's only a two week run before we open that eighties show, and uh, everyone knows that the eighties is just as colourful and as wonderful as it is. So. Um, you know, that's going to be really, really popular too. But come through, beautiful noise opens tonight, and it's going to run until the 28th of January here in Pretoria at the Rockwood Theatre. And um, it's sounding great. We have just been rehearsing Magic. it yesterday and today, and it's sounding absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's a fantastic, fantastic 10-piece cast. I've got pedal steel guitar, dobro, love it. steel guitar, violin, electric guitar, banjos. It's just... It's all about the music this show. It's all about the stringed instrument and the wonderful sounds that 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 that, that, that it brings. Andrew, it would be it would be uh, go against the grain of what I do for me for me not to make you sing an a cappella song right now. <laughs> so you got to do something for you. You know how it goes, Andy. I know how it goes. So do I need to give you something from beautiful give, noise? Give me something from a beautiful noise. What can people expect? Um. Okay. Well, let's just. Well, you done done me in your bed, I felt it. I tried to be chill, but you so hot that I melted. I fell right through the cracks, and now I'm trying to get back. Well, I won't hesitate no more, no more. This cannot wait. I'm yours. How was that? Beautiful. Thank you, Andrew noise. Webster. Uh, that was a good, beautiful noise. Magnificent, a beautiful noise. And Fantastic. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you guys. Get there, guys. The Brilliant and uh, rock and roll, my friend. Be well. Thanks, buddy.
Bye-bye, cheers. Nathan. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And that's yeah. Uh, yeah, Nathan's uh, run out. And uh, that is Andrew Webster as uh, as uh, we close today's show, as we start a new year. I hope you've loved it. Lots of singing and fun and doing some nice stuff. Um, got exciting news. It looks like Michael McIntyre, the top artist, actually born on my birthday uh, and also be turning 40 this year, is coming through to South Africa. I thought we'd play a little bit of his comedy. Um, also, lots of great things. Color Purple's coming up and Sound of Music. And everyone's going to be in studio singing. And, of course, some of the top artists uh, will be as well. But I found a clip with the comedian Michael McIntyre from the UK on an American accent. And he shall be coming to South Africa, South African shores shortly. The thing about Americans that I've thought about the language is that they speak, they say they speak English, but they've had to change it to make them understand it more. Go with me on this, because I've thought it through. <laughs> they've changed some of the words. So they've taken the English language, but they've looked at some of it and they thought, no, no, I think we need a little bit more explanation here. Okay? That's my American accent. <laughs> so things like pavement. So they can't work, work with pavement, so they've changed it to sidewalk. Yeah. They needed more information. They needed to know where they were going to be walking <laughs> so that they wouldn't get run over. So that's in- I didn't think of that. Pavement, that's... sidewalks. So I th- there must have been a period of time where they ran with the word pavement, but they kept getting hit by cars. <laughs> so they changed it to sidewalk. Now bear with me here, John, because I've thought this through. Yes. Bin, the word for bin. In American, waste paper basket. They needed to know what, not only what to put in it, they needed to know that not only it was paper, but waste paper, and then it goes into a basket. It's not just any paper. They kept throwing away fresh paper for a period before they introduced the word waste paper basket. You see, it's like they need instructions. Glasses for your eyes, they call them eyeglasses. They needed to know where to put them on their face, because they used to have glasses, and they would put them on their thighs, and they would put them on their feet, and they would say, I can't see any better with the glasses. Somebody went, no, they're eyeglasses. Well, why didn't you call them eyeglasses? <laughs> There's a game called squash. Have yes. you heard of it? Yes. Not in America. Racquetball. They needed... <laughs> it's a true story. They needed to know what they were going to be playing with, a racquetball, and even then they get confused because there's no court. They don't know where to go. They just wander through the street going, I want to play racquetball. I want to play racquetball. <laughs> so they're probably going to have to change that. But my favourite one, without a shadow of a doubt, is horse riding. Do you know yeah. what horse riding is in America? Is it not called horse riding? No. Horseback riding. <laughs> they have to specify the area of the horse. Well, yeah. There were terrible problems. Because there was a period of time when they didn't call it horseback well, where riding. where did they go? They, had, they used to hold on to the tail. And they... <laughs> Are you sure this is how they ride okay. the horses in Europe? That's a whole different thing you're doing there. <laughs> Anybody who's watching this show who may have been flicking yeah. the channels, that's not a moment you want to No, this was a story about American and descriptive words. That is Michael McIntyre. He comes to South Africa sometime this year. Um, we look forward to, I'll be announcing that soon. We'll have him on the show. Um, comedy's happening. Musicals are happening. Entertainment shows are happening. Review shows are happening. Dramas are happening. Okay, the magic of South African TV is happening, and um, and of course we've got some of the best bands. And I, I, I think we're so blessed to live in a country that's got so much talent, whether it's uh, on a on a on a rugby field or soccer field, to a to to walking into a beautiful kitchen that makes great food. And um, this year, the Unview is going to look at at good food. Good wines, good entertainment, good theatre, from whatever walks that they we're going to be looking at, and uh, and we're going to make you happy because the stuff makes us happy. We sing in the studio. We we crazy people. We're mad. We're, we're crazy. So, um, on behalf of uh, Nathan Rowe and myself, uh, I just want to say that uh, 2018, we're going to rock your world, uh, literally, actually, with rock bands in studios and lots of fun things, and of course. We are going to try and achieve to be the thin, the rich, but we are always the fabulous. Have a great day. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.